Alright, so it's wrestling time, and Omega Kai, take it away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so far, it's going to be on with the, with the top two great ones, either Shawn Michaels or... Shawn Michaels or Ric Flair. Or Ric Flair. Yeah. Today, that's like the biggest arguments I have still. Yeah. Yeah. And on the past weekend, his birthday just came, you know. He was yeah. Ah, 70 yeah. years old. Yeah. Damn. I know. <laughs> I feel old. <laughs> I watched when I was a kid. Well, yeah, yeah we, we both did. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Rick Flair, if you're listening this to us, uh, happy birthday. Uh, wish you many more happy more years to come. Mm-hmm. Um, anything you want to say to... The, oh, yeah, the... yeah. In your honor, I will, you know, do some chops on Knight Rider 70 times. <laughs> Yell woo every time. <laughs> <laughs> now, bring Knight Rider here. <laughs> All right. I'll start. All put right. some Vaseline in my my oh, forearms. I'm getting ready. <laughs> yeah, so okay, it's in, in honor of Ric Flair, you know, turning seventy and all. Mm-hmm. And you remember when I sent you those pictures the night with the with Triple H and yeah. Chris Jericho uh-huh. and Vander Holyfield and all that. Yeah, and it was like, yeah, that was during Ric Flair's party. Wow. And at first, when I saw it, I was like. AW and WE in cahoots. That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, wait a minute. Now, if Cody walks by, I'm like, oh, you guys are in cahoots. You're, you're price fixing, a la wrestling fixing. You're creating false competition. Which I wouldn't doubt one day that was possible. <laughs> WWE and AEW just in cahoots. Just yeah. creating a false competition to build the market, you know, flood the market. Yeah. But still, yeah, I, I, I saw those you know pictures from the tweets and stuff. Right, right. So everybody was there. Yeah. AJ Styles was there. You know, mm-hmm. the big the big names right. that influenced his careers. Yeah. Was Hogan there? He, uh, I said great superstars, right? <laughs> 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 Triple H, Chris Jericho, AJ Styles. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm done. Okay, all right. <laughs> Evander Holyfield, yeah. Yeah. And Booker T. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Well, they both won't go way back to WCW. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully he wins that lawsuit against Activision. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, um, in, in honor of Ric Flair, mm-hmm. I guess we're going to talk about his his top three. Or you can do more in lieu of, you know, right, Arnold right. mentions and stuff like that. Okay. So we can do his uh, top three matches or promos or incidents that happened with Ric Flair's life or wrestling career. Okay. You want me to start or you? you? You start. You go first. Okay, the, the one I remember the most was the, um, it was the last episode of, of Nitro. Mm-hmm. With him versus Sting one more time. Yeah. And he, he knew WWE just bought WCW. Right. He, he went out there and shoot and did a promo. Mm-hmm. He, and he does all that thing where he does his uh, overreacting, hyper. Right, right, right. Hyper selling, I call mm-hmm. it. And then he, he, you know, and then he challenged Sting. And he's like, I don't care. You know? Then he challenged thing, and he thought it's his last match. And since he did all this, you know, hoopla, he mm-hmm. was gonna win. Yeah. No, he he gave, he put Sting over and let him win with the sharpshooter, or the Scorpion Deathlock. Yeah. So I thought that was one of the, the nicest moment ever. Like the last day at WCW. Right. The last day that he's officially it's officially Ted Turner Network. You know. Yeah. Before being bought by WWE, instead of you know going out with Bang because he's a big superstar. Oh yeah. yeah. Like get, you know, getting somebody put him over, mm-hmm. he put somebody else over, who's you know same moniker as him. Yeah, it, it it was Sting. Yeah, yeah. He he didn't. It was no. It was no. You know, we call it uh, animosity. No uh, ego or anything like that. Yeah, it yeah, was just yeah. 
let me put Sting over because I know he can have longer career than me. Yeah. So he put Sting over. Mm-hmm. But in reality, Ric Flair had a kind of longer, almost the same <laughs> yeah. time frame when they both retire. So it was kind, yeah. of, kind of unique. So that was one moment I thought of Ric Flair. The last episode of WCW on TNT. Right. In Panama City, Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That's crazy. That's very obscure. <laughs> yeah, it was. That was good. He one. lost. He lost. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, honorable mention, when he first showed up to TNA. Oh, okay. I kind of vaguely remember. Okay. Nobody didn't expect him to come out. Yeah. Because when, when he said that he was done with WWE, mm-hmm. every, oh, like everyone, including myself, I assumed that he was going to retire. Yeah. He yeah. was going to call it quits. WrestleMania. You know? Yeah. You know, Space Mountain, you know, yeah. close for good. Yeah. You know, out of the blue, nowhere, played his music on, on TNA, mm-hmm. and then you just see him walking out. Yeah. You know, and I was just like, oh. Doing a strut. Yeah. Did the strut and everything, and then. Flirting with Dixie Carter. Mm-hmm. Cut a promo, like, like he always does. Mm-hmm. And then it turned out, yeah, he's going to be working with TNA. And wrestling. And wrestling. It was a good match between him and Hogan, too. Yeah. It was one of the bloodiest matches between both of them. Not only that, but also he had other uh, great feuds. Him and Angle. Yeah. Sting. Um, he passed the torch AJ Styles. Oh, yeah, he did. He made AJ Styles a new Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Which I think they were, I like that gimmick. Yeah. But I like the fact that he passed the torch he, to Yeah, him. he passed it to him. And so, that was a smart move because he saw something in yeah. it. And AJ. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. See, full circle. Both on WWE. But with, with that thing, when he went to TNA, it kind of took the thunder away from his last match with Shawn Michaels, which yeah. is something I'm going to talk about too. Yeah. That, you know, that kind of heartfelt yeah, yeah retirement yeah. match in mm-hmm. WrestleMania. Yeah. Before Shawn Michaels switched him music him. Yeah. He said, I love you. And he switched him music him. Yeah. So it was an emotional match. So I'm sorry. And I love yeah. You. yeah. I'm sorry. I love you. Boom, he kicked him. Yeah. See, only men get that concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do you say I love you? He kicked him right away. Girlfriend says, "Oh, you understand? You're not man." That's how men love each other, violently. All right. So, all right. What's your next one? Well, I just said it. Okay. No, okay. In 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 lieu of that, it's it's just the uh, when Ric Flair was was going against uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat the first time. Uh huh. And kayfabe was still real. Yeah. And this wasn't the, the, the match wasn't the, the match was great and all that. Right, right, right. right. But the, the, the part I remember is it wasn't the match. It was what happened outside the wrestling world. Right. Turns out he, he was shopping one day, and guess who was next in the aisle? Oh, like he get out of here! Coincidentally, and there was a lot of people around. Yeah. So to to keep him kayfabe, he goes to the aisles. He sees him. He's like he starts yelling at him. You know, he does his promo in the middle of the aisle. In the, in the store, I'm gonna get you next time, you know. You know, other thing was, if, and they, if, because that time they're doing the NWA for you, for right, the title, right, right, him right, and Steve right, right. Yeah. I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna trash talk him, and, and he left abruptly. Yeah. And then, in the middle of the night, next night, Dragon calls up, hey, what the hell was that about? Oh, I'm just, that was, that was a shoot, pro, that was a promo, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought you were really upset with me. <laughs> that was good. No, it's just a lot of people around. They both saw us and they, they recognized both of us. So we had to, I, I did that and I left. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, he, but he but he forgot to mention to Ricky Giancarlo Steamboat he was doing a, a promo. Yeah. Imp- impromptu promo because he was out right, in public. Right, right, right. 
I, yeah. I know you've heard that story. No, I've heard other stories. I've heard other stories. That was one of the best stories. It's yeah. Just like what the hell? Cafe was real back then. Oh yeah, they played it. Yeah. They played it. They couldn't be in the same room together. Yeah, they couldn't. Even public. So he had he had he thought of something. Yeah. And that was what they could think of. He walked away like a cow, you know, like you know, mm-hmm. and <laughs> Ricky the Dragon Steamboat was like was worried, was afraid that he he was something really bad going to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no. Um... Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, yeah, it reminds me of the Wu Waf. Yeah. With Jay Lethal. Mm-hmm. That was that was that was hilarious. Um, but for me, um, how he survived that plane crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just he had to wear that little cast on his whole body for like, like a month. Yeah, he had to learn how to rehab or mm-hmm. rehabilitate his entire body and everything yeah. like that. Yeah, and they told him not to wrestle no more. No, oh, look yeah. what happened. He became best wrestler ever. <laughs> and this was before he was famous. Oh yeah, yeah. super famous before he became the the man. Yeah, to be the man who got beat the man. Flair. Yeah, it's especially too. He coined it too. Mm-hmm. He coined that phrase. Um, yeah, especially too if you actually watched his documentary, mm-hmm. the the one on ESPN. I think that was the best one of any of Ric Flair's uh, uh, collection of documentaries and stuff like that. Yeah, the ESPN one was the best one because he, when they asked him about that, he went in depth. Mm-hmm. You know, like how, like he he remembered clearly like how was uh, how was the plane. Who was there? What was going on? Mm-hmm. How everything was the going? Pilot died, right? Hmm? Like the pilot died. Pilot and I think two other wrestlers died. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, he in like he remembered too, like something was going on, mm-hmm. something was happening with the plane, and then all of a sudden blacked out. Yeah. Yeah, that was luck. Uh, yeah. Lucky that he survived. That was. Yeah. In fact, you you can see the little mark on his back, the little hole. It seems like there's a missing bone. Yeah. It's like a square mm-hmm. circle, and it's like an empty, it's like nothing in there. You see like a hole in his back. Mm-hmm. That, that's from the airplane crash. Yeah. Yeah, I was lucky. Doctor said, don't wrestle. You, you'd luckily be alive. Yeah. And he proved me wrong. And here's the thing, he, he switched his style completely. He yeah. He was a muscle powerhouse. Mm-hmm. After that, he became the- A technical like, wrestler? Yeah, t- kind of like the Bob Backlund. With, yeah. You know, with the muscle still. Mm-hmm. You've seen young Ric Flair? Oh, yeah. I've like, seen, yeah. yeah. Completely yeah. different. Yeah, Before and after, you thinking he was more like Don Morocco Rock. Yeah. It, then he turned out to be well, he himself not Ric Flair. Yeah. He's he was like Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's and it was because and and um it was he said it himself that it was because um some of the muscles in his on his body mm-hmm. on the on the way to recovery wasn't healed right. So they just shrank. So so um yeah so he had he had to work around that. Well, that's great working. Yeah. So you literally had to re-educate himself how to wrestle. And become more of a bleeder. <laughs> yep. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Yeah. He, the art of cutting yourself is by Ric Flair. He even does it on the promo. Yeah. Like, I'm not afraid to bleed. And he like hits him in his head and like, da, da, see, see, and he's all like, dripping in blood. Yeah. yeah. Steve Carino read his book. <laughs> Yeah, uh, good old Steve Carino. You know, yeah. Want to talk about my number one? Yeah, sure. What's your number one? Well, I I don't know. I want to take your thunder away, but was it the Royal Rumble when he won? No, I agree with you on that one. Yeah. I agree with you on that one. That that was the best Royal Rumble I think of all time. 
or to, like if there was like a top three, that would be at least my number one or number two. He was the third man. Third man in. He was the original Iron Man of Royal Rumbles. He set the. Mm-hmm. He, he said it. Ironically, Shawn Michaels beat him by beating number one. Yes. Which I don't get the concept. Number one, number two, that actually goes in the same time. <laughs> yeah. But yet, if if the second man wins, he doesn't count or something. But... Yeah. Oh yeah, but still. And, no, and also too, I think no one else. I think in the history of the Royal Rumble mm-hmm. has ever won it at number three. Yeah, mostly it's like in the... It's they said, they said one, number 14 was the highest, best number. Uh, 13 was the unlucky number. Mm-hmm. 14 was the lucky number. Between four, uh, 14, 21, mm-hmm. or uh, the last three numbers Yeah, are usually where the winners come out. Mm-hmm. Once in a while, maybe one, maybe number two. Yeah, Never three. From yeah. 3 to 10, none. And the closest you get from that was Sasha uh, Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, Stone Cold, and Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon won, abdicated. Yeah. So since by default, Stone Cold won it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, if you count the greatest Royal Rumble, Daniel Bryan. Did he win? Hmm? Did he win? No. He said an, uh, he, he, he was number one, mm-hmm. and he was all the way there up to the near. He was the final three. And yeah. he was there for about almost 70 plus minutes. Yeah, that's the only good highlight of that show. So yeah. Let's not talk about that. Oh, and Finn Balor? Finn Balor, yeah, good. Two year, Yeah, two years ago, mm-hmm. started out number one. He was in the last three. He was in the last four. Yeah, I remember that one. He yeah, was, he was He was drenched. the Iron Man of that one. He was drenched. Yeah. That. Besides, yeah, besides Shawn Michaels, uh, Ric Flair was the one before him, so he started that trend. Yeah. And here's the weird thing. Mm-hmm. It didn't lead up to him versus Hogan. It was it? I forgot who, who, who they had a problem with Hogan. Hogan didn't want to push. Flair no, 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 no. The, no. the thing, the thing with that one was um. Can't be ego, of both of them. No, 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 no. Flair didn't mind wrestling with Hogan. Mm-hmm. It, just, it was just Hogan couldn't sell the match. Yeah, there was even rumors. Which isn't true. Because hmm? that match was sold out quick. No, 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 no. Not. Selling the match as in tickets, I mean in ring. He couldn't perform against Ric Flair. Yeah, there was there was a house show I've mm-hmm. heard that the match was so boring. Mm-hmm. Vince had to come out and call the match off. Which one, the Flair and For Flair and Hogan, oh, okay. an in-house match, mm-hmm. and then he just scraped that match out because uh, Hogan didn't want to sell it to Flair. I I don't know. Those those rumors that. Flair was the better of the two. Well, yeah. And then... <laughs> Obviously. No, no. It was like, at that time, Flair was the better of the two. Uh-huh. And Hogan couldn't keep pace. Yeah. I believe that. I mean, technicality-wise. Yeah. Hogan's more of the energetic type. Mm-hmm. But we finally saw it in TNA. Mm-hmm. Turns out, if that was the match for for WrestleMania, it would have yeah. been awesome. Yeah. They were both bloody. <laughs> well, you know, 30 years in the making. <laughs> so. Yeah, but yeah. But imagine when they were younger. Oh man! If they decide to like put the ego aside, I don't know whose fault. I'm just saying they. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Money on Hogan still, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, if they could, you know, put ego aside and just did a, a great wrestling match, mm-hmm. it could have been one of the best. Could have been one. Could have been. Yeah, because we saw him at TNA at that age. And still, can... yeah, Hogan and Flair alone, yeah, mm-hmm. great match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The flop, the flare flop. 
That's all uh, Arnold mentioned too. <laughs> yeah, the flop man just just, just drops the genius. Down. Just oversell. Mm-hmm. I think Charlotte does it too, or um, yeah, yeah, I guess she does it, but she says it does it differently. She's just false. <laughs> yeah, but she, she does the flop, but like in her own way, I think. Yeah, she just goes. I think she does it more of like instead of just dropping, he just goes silent and just fall. Yeah. But Shawn Michael does the oversell too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember the one we versus Hogan? Uh huh. He replicated the flare by overselling. <laughs> Kick me! And he flew up like five feet in the air. <laughs> Like, nobody kicks that hard. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Slick Rick, man. Yeah, Slick Rick. That's still an argument to this day between Flair and Shawn Michaels. Who's the better of the two? Better showman, the better wrestler. You know. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's hard. That's hard because one In different times. You know, it was like you know, one kind of brought a new style of wrestling mm-hmm. to an organization that was just basically just all steroid infused yeah muscle monkeys they call them uh huh and then you had another person who survived a plane crash and mm-hmm. literally had to retrain himself reinvent himself too yeah cause he was one of those steroid monkeys at first and then he became a technical like genius, genius. and a hype man and one of the best hype man there is oh yeah 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 he's the best uh, uh, by far I think if anybody who wanted to get into the business and needed to see... Psychology-wise? Not just psychology-wise, but know how to cut a promo. Yeah. With with, with sheer pizzazz. Mm-hmm. Flair. Flair. Yeah. 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 Who's Barry Heel? Between... Michaels and Flair. Flair. See, no, the thing is, when when Michaels is a heel, you honestly hate him. With Flair's a heel, I still love him. Yeah, but see, but <laughs> That's the thing the with weird part. yeah, see, but the thing with Flair though was when he was a heel. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, he was cocky as hell. Like so much, he was he, he had this swagger yeah. going on and everything, and he would insult like the best. If you want to see his best work as a heel, mm-hmm. WCW. Yeah, well, him with um, what's his name? Uh, mean Gene Oakland. Yeah, his promos. Yeah, and especially too, he would he would always look at he would find like the fattest person in the audience and just call him out. You hey, know? fat boy! Yeah, and you shut up too, fat boy! Yeah, yeah, just yeah. This also his honorable mentions him and Mean Gene. Mean, and then you know introduction. Yeah, but yeah, we that's, that's we got argue. I see. I like Shawn Michaels more. Right. Just because, I even though I was a fan of him mm-hmm. when he was a heel. Like, that was a dick move. <laughs> you like you feel like you actually I can feel people. I can't defend you, man. You know I oh, love you, but I can't. Barbershop. Yeah, but it's one of those stuff where it's, oh, and the screw job too. Ooh. Oh, oh man, man. man, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Most hated person job. in Canada. <laughs> yeah, still to this day. Well, uh, Bret Hart forgave him. Canada hasn't yet. <laughs> <laughs> that says a lot. If a country cannot forgive one person, yeah. We could argue about that one too. <laughs> is, there, is there any other flare moments? Um, besides, you know, his battle with Tony Anoki in, in Korea. Korea, or Japan. No, Korea. He was in Korea, South Korea, North Korea. Oh wait, I remember this one. <laughs> oh my god, wait, it was him and uh, Muhammad Ali was there. It was him, Muhammad Ali, and um, uh, Antonio Anoki. Yeah, and they almost had an international incident. Yep. Because Ali said something about the country out loud. 
No, no, it wasn't him. It was um, it wasn't Ali. It was uh, Flair and Elki. They brought wrestlers from their respective companies, yeah. you know, yeah. from New Japan and WCW. Somebody from the WCW mm-hmm. was calling home mm-hmm. and said, "Quote unquote, I just want to get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. There's nothing here." Yeah. It's like why? I, like I, I regretted to come over here. Yeah. It took. Flair and Anoki a good day mm-hmm. just to convince them to let that wrestler go home. You serious? Yeah. Wow. Cause it, no, it, it they, no they, they were photo they, they were being recorded. Yeah. I'm talking bad about the country. He talked bad about the country. Yeah. But yeah, but I think Ali said I can't get can't wait to get the you know, F out of here or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember that one now. Mm-hmm. Who um, won that match? Not we Flair. We don't know. And nobody wants to talk about it. It was never televised. No, it was televised, but Korea owned the rights. Yeah, Korea owns the rights, so you you never know. That's but the they said, but a lot of people, but the people who did see it, mm-hmm. they said it was one of the best. Well, yeah, it's kind of like the life it depending on. <laughs> yeah. They said it was Seems one like of it. yeah, it was like one of the best matches that was ne- that no one will ever see, unless you're North Koreans. Yeah, yeah, that's depressing, dude. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, Rick mo- Flair. Yeah. Yeah, Rick Flair. He did everything. He wrestled in North Korea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wrestled in Japan. Uh, the title NWA the title belt everything well, yeah. by the way a famous incident too when he took that title to WWE with him and gave yeah, it to Vince yeah, big, well now he's with Vince he gave it to him before that it was still his yeah the the big gold belt because mm-hmm. he, he uh, the owner what was it Watts I think uh, so yeah, yeah he never paid him back for the deposit mm-hmm. so it was his belt <laughs> if I was fire I should have just kept it no, I think Vince McMahon gave him some money when he was in debt. Oh, okay. As a way to pay, repay him. That was right, right, the right. belt. And, which was true. Oh, okay. And he, after that, he worked with Vince. Was, well, I mean, you, you watch one of his documentary. Yeah. Like he borrowed money, and Vince gave it to him. Paid him back. Mm-hmm. He paid him back. He also did some promos and shows for him. Yeah. And two-time Hall of Fame, so. Yeah. You see it in good terms. Yeah. Flair's money. So. <laughs> it always has, always will be. Yeah, so. anywho. Yeah, so anything else you want to talk about? Flair? Oh, man, we go on days. <laughs> Shoot. I, get, I, get, I remember him versus Vader alone, man. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. This one, Vader was awesome in WCW days, in Japan yeah. and all that. Mm-hmm. Oh, in Germany. It was, uh, remember the famous match where Mick Foley lost his ear? Mm-hmm. It was uh, Vader, Vader, Flair, and Phil Wells. Was it Funk? Or Abdullah. Abdullah the Butcher, but it was one of the it was ta- it was tag with Flair uh-huh. and the ropes. He got caught in the ropes and oh yeah, uh huh, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. fun, infamous match too. Yeah. Still, that was yeah, just yeah. Oh, oh he, you know, when I was a kid, the most favorite, my favorite moment of Flair mm. is when he always tried to steal kiss from Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> Nowadays, that's that's not called for. That's we're all woke now. That's sexual harassment and assault. Yeah. <laughs> But back then it was goofy and funny. 
And mm-hmm. at one time, they both uh, remember uh, remember Macho and Hogan uh-huh. were feuding. Uh-huh. <laughs> he came out and chasing Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> oh man! He uh, and oh, oh, the Undertaker's first win Survivor Series against Hogan. Flair help. Yeah. He gave the chair and he tombstone onto the chair. I remember that. Oh man! His moments are never. Sometimes it's not about wrestling. He just he was just there for just the right. What, yeah. just, like, what he did. Yeah. Because his wrestling match was what bloody. Mm-hmm. But sometimes he just does dick moves and like yeah, I remember yeah. you because of that. Mm-hmm. I know you had a hardcore match with Terry Funk, but I remember you was being a dick <laughs> against Hogan and Macho and Hogan and Undertaker. Right. Yeah. And he left for WCW. <laughs> Again. <laughs> All right. Just, yeah. You go on all day with Flair. Yeah, of course. This is the stories, the man, the yeah. myth, the legend. Uh, it's hard to transition from this one. Yeah. Okay. We go to the next one, dude. You want to, or you just want to call it quits? Call it. Yeah. Happy birthday, Ric Flair. We love you. Yeah. Just and many more. Yeah, happy birthday, man, the man, the myth, the legend himself, the nature boy, Ric yeah. Flair. Mm-hmm. Slick Rick. Yeah. 30 oh. years from now, we do a 100-year special. The century of Ric Flair. <laughs> 100-year-old Ric Flair. Yeah. Let's see if he'll go on Space Mountain. Take Space Mountain one more time. You know, people, you know, was, you know it's funny with Space Mountain? Mm-hmm. If you take it away, people will miss it, and they want it back. Yeah. And of course, you got to ride again. you got to bring back Space Mountain. Yeah, of course. He's Ric Flair. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. I, th- I think if it wasn't for him saying Space Mountain, I think people wouldn't even notice what the hell Space Mountain was in Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. Besides the deaths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised Disney don't pay him. Is it? Yeah, Disney should have paid him some money for that. Oh, of course. Come on. Who wants to ride in Space Mountain? I'm Space Mountain. There's only two Space Mountains. The ride and me. <laughs> I'm the one that gives you the thrill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Anywho. Yeah. So, moving on, a little bonus segment. Um, DC Universe came out with Doom Patrol. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, you haven't seen it yet, have you? Saw the poster. Yeah. Um, What did you think of the poster when you saw it? You know, from a certain angle, Uh it looked like Suicide Squad, and I realized... Wait a minute, Suicide Squad, was, was it based off Doom Patrol? Or which one came first? Okay, um, quick little history. Doom Patrol came out months before X-Men. And okay. there's been a debate whether or not if Marvel ripped off Doom Patrol to create X-Men. The Uncanny X-Men? No, X-Men in general. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I see it. Because yeah. it looks like the original Beast looked like that one guy in the back of the big guy. Yeah. I'm not really a fan of... Uh, Doom Patrol because I, I, I don't follow it. Right, right. Okay. But the first time I saw it, I, I thought it was Suicide Squad. Because mm-hmm. I saw DC. Yeah. So, um, I've seen the first two episodes of Doom Patrol and you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm just going to say it right now. Doom Patrol is the premiere show for the DC Universe Network mm-hmm. and I think the DC show from in the television universe. Yeah. It is that good. Um, what I like about the most of it is that it's they focus on the bizarre and the weird and the crazy. Yeah. And there was even a line that they said that, oh, so you think Superman? Um, uh, what was it? No, what was the line? Oh, 
Oh, so you think there's going to be like a superhero that's going to come and save all of our problems? Mm-hmm. No. Because we're the only ones that are here. Oh, so then our, so then that means we're going to be heroes? Yeah. Oh, it's more like, our back's to the wall, let's be heroes. It's better than dying. Well, the thing was, they were they had no choice but to. Oh. <laughs> kind of like a, a Rainbow Coalition or mm, more, impromptu? Yeah, just more like, okay, we have a choice to die or to live. Well, which one sounds better to you today? Yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like they don't want to, but they are. Yeah. Like, so, um, kind of like the old cliche. Mm-hmm. You want to be a hero, but the adventures just be quested on you. Yeah. Kind of like community. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, solo. Yeah. solo motif. I'm not a hero. <laughs> Next three movies. You're a hero. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? But, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the series is great. Everybody is good in this one. Um, there's no weakest link in the cast your favorite actor or oh, favorite voice actor in this one or actor actor um Brandon Fraser surprised the hell out of me as Robot Man that's him huh yeah. that is him he looks good he lost that weight yeah no he's vo- he, yeah like when he does when he do the flashback of Robot Man mm-hmm. yeah that's Fraser he's actually playing but then when in the present he someone else in the suit but he he brought the best and worst out of Mm-hmm. Of, of Robot Man and he does a really great job on it and also um what Crazy Jane she she is no 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 I, um she is by far I think the most interesting person in the show because that actress has to do all of her her personas mm-hmm. so uh, with Crazy Jane what's her uh, special ability again okay she has 64 different personalities mm-hmm. th- okay think of a um a person with a... Um... And each person that has a special skill? Yeah. Okay. So she has 64 of them like living one, inside her. One is a Kalen, one's a scientist, you know, a chemist and stuff like that. Yeah. One's a physicist and they all could just help each other out. No, they don't. They don't? They all fight? They all fight amongst themselves. But they, they bring her, each character come out? It depends on her mood. Oh, okay. So like what, like... um. One moment she could be a scaredy cat. Mm-hmm. Next moment she could... Bring the apocalypse to to the DC universe. Next moment, she could be a French person. Okay, it depends it's on the same. Mood. Yeah, <laughs> apocalypse and being French. Yeah, and and then um, you know, and and uh, the actress, uh, she was from Orange Is the New Black. Mm-hmm. Um, great job, Dana Guerrero. Yes, she um, she's knocking this role out of the park. Um, this is really good. This was a really really good role. Um, everyone else was playing Elastic, uh, Elastic Girl, Invisible Man, uh, Timothy Dalton as the Chief. Great. I wouldn't expect James Bond to be in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, the person who's Timothy playing Dalton. Yes. Okay. Um, the one who's playing uh, Cyborg. I like the way how they brought in Cyborg. Mm-hmm. Um, Jovan Wade. Yes. Um, great pick. Uh, the way that that they introduced him, it wasn't like how he was like in Teen Titans and something like that. And I, I think it was a smart move that they brought him here instead of uh, Beast Boy. Um, I never really did like Beast Boy when he was with the Doom Patrol. Um, even the the villain, Mister Nobody, 
never took this he like this character that just doesn't take it seriously he's like he wants to bring hell and fire but he wants to do it his way you know not only he's the series the season's antagonist he's also the narrator of the show okay and like in the beginning of the second episode he already broke the fourth wall in a way that which uh 20th century fox wished they could have done it on deadpool where they did like a soliloquy we actually mentioned the screenwriter's name or something like that no, yeah, uh, the scene was like uh, the chief was like, "Who are you talking to?" Grant Morrison fans, uh, uh, Grant Morrison fans. Oh, okay. uh, Reddit, Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, no, Reddit trolls. Uh, what's it? Oh, what's it? Grant Morrison fans, Reddit trolls, mm-hmm. DCU subscriptions, the three new people that uh, that this network has described, yeah. and also the three people that stayed around after watching the farting donkey. That's who I'm talking to. So the show's on Net- is on Netflix? No, the show is on the DC uh, Universe. Uh, that's always a catch. Yeah, but, I'm having, I'm but, having. but. Like Star Trek, it'll be on Netflix? Maybe. Well, it's going to be on Netflix internationally, mm-hmm. but I've heard that they're in talks so that Netflix in the U.S. can do it, can show as well. Wow. Hopefully. Hopefully, because I've been um, watching. I'm a binge watcher, so yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. Titans was an okay show. It wasn't that great. I didn't like it. It it was it, it. it was just horrible. Teen, you're talking about Teen Titans, right? Yeah, the the, the ones that the, the DCU did. DC. That was a horrible show. Um, it was okay. No, it wasn't. But, well, <laughs> um, let me say, it was an okay show. Uh, to, to to me. I think if they were trying to bet the horse, bet the house on this one, yeah, ah, I'm so glad they didn't because there were some moments that they were pretty good. Yeah, like uh, the actress who played Starfire, she was great. She was alright. She was great. Um, the the actors who played Beast Boy, he was okay. The one with Raven, all right. The Nuclear Family, I thought they were, I thought they were great, mm-hmm. great villains. Robin, I couldn't. They they tried so hard to make him like. Christian Batman. Bale. They, yeah, Christian they were Bale trying. Batman, yeah, instead of uh, Bruce Wayne's Batman from the camping versions. No, 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 not just that. It was just he—he he was trying to. They were trying to force him to be Christian Bale. Yeah, like, trying to be brooding and all this stuff. And when he turned into Nightwing like, and all, all the injuries, all the scars. Yeah, the I'm just like eh. creating a double life, you know, kind of thing. I I was just like, eh, you know what? You could have done better. Yeah, and they should have done better. I, to be honest, I'm just happy there's one actor in there that I enjoy since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Just because he does loves you know TV series like on Fresh Prince of Bel Air. He was a yeah. He played it's like uh, the Tiffany. That was his name. Who? The the daughter's um like love interest. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Phil Morse. Uh huh. As Silas Stone. Yes. He plays Silas Stone. Yes, he does. The doctor. Yes, Cyborg's dad. <laughs> He's playing a serious role. And he does a phenomenal job in it. He took he like. No, that's surprising to me because I see him as a comedic actor all the time. Yeah, Meet the Spartans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, he did a phenomenal job in this film, uh, and, and on the film. In the, like in the even series. Star Trek, he was kind of. Yeah. Star Trek Three. Mm-hmm. That's when he first started. I remember. But uh, no, he did a great job. Um, can't that's wait fun. to see more of him in the series. Um. Other than that, yeah, like I said, Titan was an okay series. It wasn't that great. It, um, I was the opposite. It was a horrible series. They should have ended it halfway through. The yeah. first series. Yeah, yeah. And make it like a short film. 
Yeah. How you know the birth and that's it. Yeah. Well, they're coming out with a season two. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. The the new season of Young Justice was better than Titans. I like that one. Yeah. That one was, was good. good. Yeah. It was just basically Batman and the Outsiders. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that, like that, that one. You can't go wrong with DC animated stuff. Um, but no, uh, Doom Patrol. Yeah, I think Doom Patrol is the premier show for uh for that network for that mm-hmm. streaming service, and I think also too for uh the TV universe that DC's having so far. I think it is the show. It, it's better. It's better than Supergirl. It's better than Arrow. It's better than. It's hell of a lot better than damn Flash. That's for damn sure. Flash uh, is okay. I, I like Flash, and then he got too stretched out. Yeah. It you know we finally ended with the his his lover's life knowing who he was. And I like that kind of ended for me. Yeah. I, I like the mystery. Like mm-hmm. he, never, he doesn't he doesn't get the girl till the end. Yeah. When he got the girl, and then he kept on going. I was like, yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. Doctor Zoom. Uh, he killed him already. <laughs> Stuff like that. You yeah, know? yeah, it's, yeah. It's like that. But the best part of the Flash. I'm just doing a side note. I don't know why. It's when he met the original Flash from the '90s TV series. Oh, and he played okay. his, uh, his dad. Yeah. And then his dad died, and then he came back as Mister Mercury, a part of the uh, parallel universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that should be the season ender. But instead, <laughs> I know. Yeah, he got killed. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, if you guys haven't had a chance, go watch Doom Patrol. It's on the DC, uh, the DCU streaming service. If you guys don't have a subscription mm-hmm. on it, they do a thirty day uh, free trial, mm-hmm. so you can actually watch the first two and I think three to four more episodes. Mm-hmm. Doom Patrol comes out every Friday. Yeah. So it's funny because uh, I thought it'd be some continuity how these guys could actually transition to the cinema universe. Because when I saw Silas Stone, mm-hmm. like he was Phil Morris instead of the other guy. Yeah. He, he was known to play a more serious role. Yeah. I'm like, huh, okay, I guess there's no continuity. No, well, the thing with the Doom Patrol is, like, they take on missions that are far more crazier and more mm-hmm. world-ending yeah. than, like... The Justice League? The Justice League and everything. Like, for example, um, the first two episodes, okay, you see a white donkey... All right. Um, the circuit donkey if, of no, Malaysia. No, just no, just a, the, no, just a straight white donkey. Um, you know, Justice League comes. They'll be like, it's a donkey. It's not. It's no threat to us. But lo and behold, you know, the donkey, you know, is a gateway to a parallel universe. And the only way to get into that parallel universe, it has to destroy what's there currently in order to. Uh, in order to go into that parallel universe okay it's one of those trippy it's one of those weird things yeah Yeah, a little trippy thing yeah and that's more of a bigger threat than Darkseid trying to conquer Star Labs yeah (laughs) just like that you know what can you do a lot of stuff actually (laughs) well at least it's Alan Turdick isn't it yeah from Firefly Mm -hmm. I don't know you know what's funny? Pirate Mike. He's Mr. Nobody. I know. Yeah. That's why I used to say Yar all the time. Uh-huh. Because I was watching Dodgeball. <laughs> and he was like... Oh, man. He's, he's, he's great. He's great. Yeah. yeah. So, like I said, watch Doom Patrol. You guys will love it. It's on every Friday on the DCU 
uh, streaming service. And without further ado, that is it for this week's uh, podcast for Captain Cats and Night Rider. And on behalf of Omega Kai, I am Captain Cats. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great to hear from you guys. And I hope you guys come back uh, next week for another round of Crazy Bizarre Adventures of Podcasts. I'm usually the paladin with a level three, you know, incantation spell. Oh, oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait, no, that's D and D next, 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 next week. Okay, <laughs> I confuse the two sometimes. You know that. <laughs> Whatever, my dark mage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, episode community. Yeah, man, love that. All right, then. Until then, take care, guys, and have a great week. All right. Yeah. Lightning bolt. Lightning.